it's time for Rain and Shine, your weekly regional science update, where we explore how the planet works and how we work with the planet. At the beginning of April, the counties of Mesa, Grand, Montrose, and Delta began messaging to their citizens about the potential for flooding this spring. The snowpack for these western slope areas ranges from 125% to 165% of normal levels as of the beginning of April. Out in the southeast of Colorado in Pueblo and Colorado Springs, they're sitting at just under 78% and they never broke 80 this winter. Even with our relatively light fluffy powder, on average one inch of water can be expected for every 10 to 12 inches of snow. For folks along the Uncompahgre Plateau, that means there is all told somewhere around 45 to 47 inches of water waiting in the snowpack to come down the mountain between the end of April and June. Now, it's important to keep in mind some other factors here. Factors like unusual dryness and the high winds we are experiencing. These cause evaporation of both the snowpack and of water from the soil. Thirsty soils, as we know, soak up more water, which is why in past drought years, runoff has not matched up to snowpack. All that being said, the risk of flooding remains, in particular for those who live and work along the Robodale, Dry Creek, Escalante, and Uncompahgre River basins. Preparing for flooding seems to fall into three types of activities. Those that you can do in the immediate, those we can do in the midterm, and those that require long-term planning. In the immediate category, things like signing up for cell phone alerts with your county's hazard mitigation team, learning if your home or property is in a floodplain. To find out exactly where historical floodplains lie, just type FEMA floodplain maps into your favorite search engine and click on the GIS maps that come up. Finally, every town near the mountains on the western slope seems to be offering free sandbags out of town hall or the town shop. You will need to fill up your own sandbags, however, in most cases. So if you go, bring a shovel and gloves. Then there are the things that fall into the medium term category. Really, this is just about buying flood insurance or looking for a new place to live. If you are in or right next to a historical floodplain, purchasing flood insurance is an idea worth considering. Most homeowners insurance doesn't cover flooding and just an inch of water can cause damages of up to $25,000. This action is in the midterm category because it takes up to 30 days for the insurance to kick into effect. So it's something you should do now for a flood that could come in a month. Finally, there are the long-term items. And here again, we come back to the ways of nature. She works really well over time. Things like slowing and spreading water as it flows in creeks or rivers is a sure bet. Beavers do a masterful job of this. Building wetlands, restoring stream banks, increasing organic matter and ground cover and agricultural lands near creeks and rivers, all of these things increase infiltration and reduce runoff. Therefore, they also reduce the risk presented by fast-melting snow or heavy rains. Statistically, most of the major floods in Colorado, including the one that covered Peonia's Apple Valley Park in several inches of mud in 2018, occurred during bursts of heavy rain in the summer, and they are not generally from snowmelt in the spring. However, with climate change, we live in a weather world that is more and more often defying historical statistics. And as the Mesa County Sheriff said when speaking to the local TV news station, chance favors the prepared. You've been listening to Rain and Shine, a production of the Learning Council, produced by Corey Stanton and written and narrated by me, Calla Rose Ostrander. 
To submit your nature and science questions, email us at rainshineweekly at gmail.com or visit our Facebook page. And thanks for listening.